Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, which is brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, a partnership has been made between Protein Industries Canada and Innovate UK to advance innovations in plant-based foods and ingredients. We spoke with Kirk Westgard, Real District, to preview the first day of Canada's Farm Show next week. And today's the last day for submissions on the Canadian Food Inspection Agency's proposed changes to animal traceability at fairs. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhail.ca. Developing greater connections between food sectors in Canada and the United Kingdom is the goal of a new bilateral partnership. CEO of Protein Industries Canada, Bill Grohl, says the partnership with Innovate UK will support innovations in plant-based food and ingredients. Yeah, this is a great partnership between Protein Industry Canada members and Innovate UK and really it's UK companies. What we're looking to do is to create collaborations between Canadian-based ingredient manufacturers or plant-based food companies and UK companies that could be partners for them. You know, from an innovation perspective, long term, we're really looking at developing business relations where our ingredient manufacturers could be selling uh, high value ingredients to UK based companies for inclusion in plant based foods uh, for access to the UK market. So just to kind of dig deep into this a little bit more, uh, I see a line here that says uh, deeper collaboration on science and innovation between the two countries. So what does that look like exactly? Yeah, Canada and and the UK have a a lot of opportunity for collaborative innovation, not just in the plant-based food space, but across all industries. And they're looking for new partners and expanded trade uh, with countries. And Canada is a great fit because we have common language and, you know, pretty well aligned in terms of business values. So this is an opportunity to just give companies in Canada and companies in the UK a bit of assistance in creating these international partnerships. Sometimes these things can be difficult, and so a little bit of help from Protein Industries Canada in terms of funding and creating connections with UK companies will lead to better innovation, but I think long-term the goal, again, supply chain integration between ingredient manufacturers here and UK companies is really the goal. 
Do you think this would uh, provide a long-term economic benefit, perhaps, uh, with this collaboration? Yeah, I, I think I, I think it really does. And what what we're hoping is that we're creating a diversity in our end-use market. So if if you think about ingredient manufacturers that are operating in Canada, you know we can use those ingredients to create food domestically here in Canada. You know our largest trading partner to the south is is the U.S. But the more markets that we can create is it creates really optionality for ingredient manufacturers and more markets is is always great because then you're uh, you just have more options for your end use sales. Okay, and I understand uh, that there was a little bit of a, I guess a meeting, I guess I could call it, uh, between some Canadian companies and UK companies uh, not too long ago here, and uh, there's going to be another one of those sort of things uh, later this year. Yeah, we we virtually we had a kickoff virtually over the Zoom platform with a few Canadian companies talking about their experience of working with UK companies. And then uh, in September at our annual general meeting, which is happening in Edmonton on September 13th, there's a number of UK companies that are on their way over here to meet Canadian companies and look at potential collaborative R&D. And then there will be a reciprocal visit along with a conference called Future Food Tech that's happening in London, where some of the Canadian companies will, will reciprocate and go back to the UK. And so it's important for companies that are working together that they get to meet in person because they've got to develop, you know, a trust relationship over the over the innovation program. And so we're creating the opportunities for them to to come together. Do you think this could like expand to maybe Canadian producers as well as UK producers? I, I think that this is a great model for innovation. And so we happen to be focused on plant-based food and ingredients here, but I, I think there's opportunities along the whole value chain. It, it could be genetics and genomics work. It could be digital agriculture. I think there could be opportunities for, you know, we've got a lot of progressive farmers here in Western Canada and in Saskatchewan that may have technologies or could create learnings from this type of work. So, you know, maybe this 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 program might not be the exact right one, but I think it provides a model for what we could be doing uh, between our two countries. Bill Grohl is the CEO of Protein Industries Canada. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eavesdrop size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eavesdrop, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesdrop.ca There is still time for cattle producers to register for next Tuesday's field day at the Livestock and Forage Center of Excellence near Clavette, southeast of Saskatoon. It's an ideal time for producers and research scientists to exchange information. Scott Wright is the director of the Livestock and Forage Center of Excellence. They'll have a chance to see everything from precision manure application and the implications for cropping and environment relative to that. We'll have a look at forage and specifically forage and salinity situations, some of the tools used in, in, in that breeding and selection program. We'll go down to the science side. We'll spend a little bit of time, I call it on the on the on the nerd side of genomics. So looking at how we can create tools that happen in the field and shoot side to look at the genomic side of the animal. We use genomics on efficient cows, making sure we've got animals on the cow and cow-calf side that are as efficient as possible as we move them forward. 
We'll also look at things like fiber digestion around those cows and how that helps create that efficiency. Just go to the Livestock and Forage Center of Excellence website to register, or you can call Lana at 306-966-1934. Again, the number, 306-966-1934. The field day will begin next Tuesday morning at 9.30 and runs through until about 3.30. The Federal Competition Bureau says it will review an $8.2 billion merger between Saskatchewan-based Viterra Limited and U.S. company Bungie Limited that will create a global agricultural giant in an industry that has already seen a significant amount of consolidation in recent years. The deal was announced Tuesday by Viterra, formerly the iconic Saskatchewan wheat pool, and the Missouri-based Bungie. The merger is part of an ongoing wave of consolidation in the agriculture sector. Among notable mergers have been German company Bayer's 2018 $66 billion blockbuster deal to acquire Monsanto, as well as the 2018 merger between Agrium Incorporated and Potash Corp of Saskatchewan, which created Nutrien Incorporated, the largest potash producer in the world today. Viterra itself was acquired by Glencore in 2012 for $6.1 billion. Glencore later sold a 40% stake in the company to CPP Investments and a nearly 10% stake to BC Investment Management in 2016. On Tuesday, the Federal Competition Bureau confirmed it will review the proposed Viterra-Bungie merger in accordance with the Federal Competition Act. One potential sticking point for regulators could be the fact that Bungie already owns a 25% stake in G3 Global Grain Group, which was once the Canadian Wheat Board, G3 operates grain elevators in many of the same regions as Viterra. Shannon Sereda, Director of Government Relations, Policy and Markets for the Alberta Wheat Commission, said her organization is monitoring the proposed deal. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Councillors in an Alberta community have declared an agricultural disaster. On Wednesday, Stetler County Council made the declaration after weather conditions dating back to the winter forced their hand. They say a very light snowpack with no runoff combined with an early and extended heat wave and no moisture, are the reasons. Stetler is the first municipality in Alberta to declare an agricultural disaster this year due to drought. Around this time in 2022, four communities, Cypress County, Cardston County, Tabor and Willow Creek, had already made similar declarations. Counties declare agricultural disasters as a tool to make the provincial and federal governments aware of what's happening in that community. However, these local declarations don't unlock emergency funding programs. That only happens if the provincial government makes an ag disaster declaration. Two conservation organizations have teamed up to protect one of the largest areas of intact prairie grasslands and wetlands in Canada. The Nature Conservancy of Canada and Ducks Unlimited Canada say they are working to conserve McIntyre Ranch through conservation easement with its owners. The 130-year-old ranch south of Lethbridge, Alberta, spans more than 220 square kilometres. The two groups say the easement, when completed, 
will represent the largest private land conservation project to date across the Canadian prairies. BC is offering Metro Vancouver and Abbotsford farmers more than $1 million to improve food production and environmental protection. The funding is being offered through the Delta Farmland and Wildlife Trust for programs focusing on soil health, carbon capture, biodiversity and ecosystem enhancements. The total funding of $1.5 million is part of a federal-provincial partnership program aimed at improving Canadian agriculture's competitiveness and resiliency. The programs offered by the Trust include the covering of crops after the summer harvest to improve soil quality and prevent winter erosion. Bayer has agreed to pay $6.9 million U.S. to settle claims by the state of New York that it misled consumers by advertising Roundup, which has been linked to cancer, as environmentally safe. The settlement resolves accusations that Bayer and its Monsanto unit failed to substantiate their repeated claims about Roundup products containing the active ingredient glyphosate. These included that Roundup won't harm anything but weeds and do not pose a threat to the health of animal wildlife, as well as suggestions in since-removed YouTube videos that Roundup was safer than detergent and soap. New York says the claims violated state laws against false and misleading advertising and breached Monsanto's 1996 settlement with New York over its advertising of Roundup at the time. The $6.9 million will be spent on reducing the impact of pesticides on pollinators and aquatic species. Bayer did not admit or deny wrongdoing. Australia is expecting a positive decision over the next two weeks from China to fully settle a dispute over barley tariffs. In April, Australia said it would suspend a case at the World Trade Organization over China's anti-dumping duties on barley, while China said it would hasten a review into the tariffs. China's hefty anti-dumping and anti-subsidy duties on the Australian product date back to 2020, during a period of souring relations between the two countries. Canada since then has been among the barley exporting nations to see additional demand from the world's top barley importer. As diplomatic tensions ease between the two countries, Australia has been urging Beijing to lift trade curbs. China, Australia's biggest trading partner, has already removed the ban on citrus and stone fruits imports. New research from the North Carolina State University offers some hope to fruit growers who have struggled with a damaging fruit fly. The study published this week in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences describes how the researchers manipulated the insect's DNA so that female offspring would be sterile. Genetically modifying insects as a form of pest control isn't a new idea, but the technology hasn't taken off as widely in agriculture because pesticides have been cheaper and easier to use. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. 
and Boost Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, sunny and hazy. Winds out of the northeast at 20 kilometers an hour, then becoming light this afternoon, looking at a high of 23 degrees. Tonight, clear. Winds from the southeast this time at 20 kilometers an hour and a low of 12. Tomorrow, increase in cloud cloudiness near noon, high of 25, the low 11. Sunday, sunshine, high of 24. Sunday night, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, low 15. On Monday, cloudy. High of 22, Monday night cloudy with a 30% chance of showers, low 16. Sunny on Tuesday, high of 25, the low 13. Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 21, the low 11. And Thursday, partly cloudy, high of 22. Normal highs for this period are at 23, normal lows 10 degrees, sun rose at 446, and the sun will set at 912 tonight. Taking a look around the province, in Estevan and Yorkton, 19 degrees. Saskatoon and Swift Current, 21. Weyburn is at 20. Hotspot in Saskatchewan is in Leader at 23. Cool Spot is in Collins Bay at 14. In Regina, mainly sunny. Winds from the west, uh, west northwest rather, at 18 to 30 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 43%. Temperature 20 degrees. That's 67 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 101.8 and falling. In Moose Jaw, mainly sunny as well. A west-northwest wind at 11 kilometers an hour. Temperature 20 degrees. Once again in Regina, mainly sunny. West-northwest wind at 18 to 30. Temperature 20 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com One of the largest agriculture shows in North America is only a few days away. Canada's Farm Show is on next Tuesday to Thursday, with each day having a unique theme. Kirk Westgard, the Vice President of Agriculture for Real District, says the event starts with a bang on day one, Collaboration Day. When our first big event, of course, that has led Canada's Farm Show to where it is now, is an innovation. We have Honeybee Manufacturing presenting one of their new innovations on the biggest stage for the best in egg on day one, and then followed that with uh, a talk with Meg Reynolds and Do More Ag that's going to talk about mental health and how mental health affects agriculture and the rest of the agriculture society. We've got a lot of more interesting stuff other than that. We've got a discussion with uh, Fertilizer Canada and a couple of farmers from around the world to talk about how fertilizer and the changes in fertilizer has affected their farms and their growing conditions in other continents, as well as what we should expect here at home in Saskatchewan and in North America to the changes that are coming up. Day one also highlights 14 new innovations from Saskatchewan and all over the world, including Ukraine. And the Ag Talk features 14-year-old entrepreneur Carson Green of Moss Bank, who publishes his own Everything Country magazine. Westgard says Canada's Farm Show in, or encourages people to come out and see Canada's Farm Show and see the latest and best in the ag industry. So we invite our international guests to come and see what's happening in Saskatchewan is Saskatchewan has been one of the leaders in agriculture, manufacture and production for decades. So we invite our international guests to come in and see what's happening, what's new, what, where the equipment is going and how we can bring more Saskatchewan to the world. Even with that, all the farmers around Western Canada and the U.S. 
come and see what's happening next, see where our sector is growing and what they should expect to see on their farm soon. Canada's Farm Show in Regina is on June 20th to 22nd. The countdown to Canada's Farm Show is brought to you by Zipperlock Building Company, built in hours to last a lifetime. See them in Raymore or call one 692 5515 And brought to you by Farmtronics, your farm electronics specialist since 1977, serving you for over 40 years. Call 1-800-667-8001 today for a free catalog. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Today is the final day for submissions on the CFIA's proposed changes when it comes to animal traceability at fairs and exhibitions. Under the changes, groups and venues that host roping, rodeos, and 4-H beef shows will be required to report on livestock that had been on site. The Canadian Association of Fairs and Exhibitions says it's all in favor of better traceability, but putting the onus on volunteers to keep track of animal movement at those shows simply isn't feasible. The association's national director, Christina Frank, says some common sense is needed. The producers are already having to record their traceability, um, whether it's going to an auction house, it's going to uh, different places. So if they're already doing that, why not have them record the movement to the Agricultural Society as well? Rather than having someone who does this maybe once a year have to remember the login, uh, ensure knowledge transfer, find the paperwork, um, and take the time again as a volunteer. Let's, let's be efficient with the entire system. She says the CFIA has been very open about having discussions about these changes over the past several months. She was asked whether a compromise can be reached on this. I, I would say I'm hopeful. Uh, CFIA is very much about uh, taking this consultation period and taking all that feedback back to um, implement change and make it the best system it can be. But we won't know until we see the drafted regulations in the next phase. So I'm hopeful, but I'm not going to count my chickens yet. The issue also came up during recent meetings of the Commons Ag Committee in Ottawa. This is Tory Ag critic John Barlow posing a question to Canada's chief vet, Dr. Mary Jane Ireland. We have the Canadian Fairs and Ag Societies. I had uh, mine in Alberta call me earlier this week with the new changes being proposed to the Health of Animals regulations where you're asking you know, farmers markets, 4-H clubs, rodeos, ag societies to take on the traceability and uh, identification of animals being brought to those uh, those organizations for, you know, it could be a calf show, a 4-H show. Um, they are very, very concerned of having to take on this new, um, you know, they, they don't have the, the manpower or the resources to do this. Uh, are you working with uh, the ag societies across Canada to address this issue? We do not want to lose these groups in our rural communities. Thank you, Mr. Chair and the member for the question. So we are currently consulting on new traceability regulations amendments that was published in CG1 uh, and currently CFI is consulting with industry, all sectors, webinars, discussions on what is proposed in the regulatory package 
that was pre-consulted in CG1 and published. We are consulting and have been for some time with the FAIR societies, and we are very open to feedback and understanding and hearing from their, their concerns, and we'll work with them uh, looking at solutions. Again, the comment period on these proposed changes closes today. The 2023 Grasshopper forecast map is turning out to be less accurate than originally hoped. The map is published in January based on surveys conducted around the province during the previous year. Even though conditions were conducive to grasshopper larval development, the map only showed isolated hotspots. Now that we are in the middle of June, those hotspots are much larger. Provincial insect specialist James Tansy says 1,500 fields were sampled around the province last year. Although that sounds like a lot, it's just a small snapshot of the total numbers of fields in the province. So it's, it's absolutely possible that very large populations could have been missed. And I've heard reports of that, especially in the Swift area. If you, if you look at the forecast, it's predicting relatively low pressures in those areas, despite the fact that we had regionally high. Pressures, they get washed out a little bit in the representation on the map because it is a smoothing function that gets, that gets put on this map. So it's, you know, a, a localized high-density population can get lost in the wash if it's surrounded by relatively lower populations. So, so yeah, so there, there can be problems with the representation of it. When the map was released in January, some producers raised questions about its accuracy. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were way, way up in early trading today. Canola was up $42.40 to $750.92 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is up $13 at $386.37. And the rest were unchanged. Durham 396.61, feed barley 335.61, chickpeas 1036.17, flax 541.98, lentils 743.48, oats 230.32, yellow peas 369.99, feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up 19.5 cents at $8.52.25 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now, the Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon, this is Travis Platt reporting from Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw. Just over 300 head on offer this past week with our market steady once again. Them good cows are $1.45 to $1.55 with sales up to $1.60. Medium cows are $1.30 to $1.45. Them good bulls $1.58 to $1.70 with sales up to $1.75. Them good young heiferettes are selling for $1.90 to $2.15, sales up to $2.30. Update for uh, next coming weeks will be no sale July 4th and the office will be closed July 3rd through the 10th. If you have any other questions, give us a call at 692-2385. This is Travis Platt reporting from Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw. Good day and good selling. The latest pork prices are at $207.24 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. 
Now the resource report brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Statistics Canada reports wholesale trades fell 1.4% to $80.9 billion in April. That excludes petroleum, petroleum products and other hydrocarbons, as well as oil seeds and grains. The agency blames the drop on the miscellaneous and the food, beverage and tobacco product subsectors. Sales fell in four of the seven categories it tracks. Sales in the miscellaneous category fell 8.8% to $10.4 billion in April, while the food, beverage and tobacco product subsector moved down 2% to $14.8 billion. A delegation of leaders and senior officials from Africa have arrived in Ukraine seeking ways to end the invaded country's 15-month war and ensure food and fertilizer deliveries to their continent. An air raid in Kyiv during their visit on Friday was a grim reminder of the challenges they face. South Africa's president said last month that Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and Russian President Vladimir Putin had agreed to separate meetings with an African peace mission. The delegation is set to travel to St. Petersburg later Friday. On the markets, the TSX is up 8 points at 20,035. The Dow is up 81 points to 34,489. Oil is up 35 cents at $71.16 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 75.80 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.